0: Hey there, Caniacs, I'm Jared Ellis, and Walker is again having to work late tonight, so we're going to have a late upload tonight of just me talking to you. And that's it. <laughs> and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore hurricanes, and myself on Twitter at at Jared Ellis underscore ninety six, and this episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the fitness bar that, of course, tastes like a candy bar and doesn't have a weird aftertaste or texture. So go to www.builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's all caps, no space, for ten dollars off your first box of Built Bars. Okay, so hopping right on into the. Uh, Overview for today's episode, guys. Um, we have a good bit of news um, from around the Hurricanes organization as well as the Checkers organization and AHL in general. Um, and we also have some NWSL news um, for those of you that like soccer. We sure do love our NC courage here on this show. Um, and then, as I mentioned yesterday, we will be discussing the draft lottery uh, format of how that is going to go. Um, so hopping right on into the uh, big Hurricanes news uh, for today was that the Hurricanes announced that they have renewed their lease on PNC Arena through the 2000, or excuse me, 20 oh, this is going to be a tongue twister 2028-2029 uh, mm-hmm. season Um So, we're not moving anytime soon. So, the Quebec talk, the Hartford talk, the whatever talk that everyone wants to make about the Hurricanes leaving, we ain't going nowhere. Um, So, that talk can stop because the Hurricanes are meant to stay in Raleigh. In North Carolina, they are our team and we love them. Um, And, you know, just saying... If the Whalers were able to draw fans, then maybe they wouldn't have moved. Just saying. They had to compete with the Boston Bruins, and the Bruins won up there. Some of y'all may not want to hear that, though. Um, so, moving on into the AHL talk, uh, the Charlotte Checkers um, defenseman Jake Bean was named AHL defenseman of the year. Obviously, the AHL season was canceled uh, several weeks back due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, But that didn't stop them from handing out their uh, postseason awards and Jake Bean took home another defenseman of the year as the Checkers continue their reign as Calder Cup champions. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, hey, they get an extra long reign. I guess that's one way to look at it. Um, and also with the AHL, um, it was announced tonight. Obviously the Vegas Golden Knights you know, purchased, or purchased their AHL team and got approved to move uh, said team. It was the team that was in San Antonio. Um, and obviously that team was going to be renamed along since they are getting moved. And that team is going to be known as the Henderson Silver Knights. Um, so cool little name there. Kind of going off of the Golden Knights. Kind of makes you wonder if they're going by the ECHL team and call it the wherever it happens to be named. Uh, we'll just say Reno Bronze Knights. I I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but uh, and I will say the uh graphic um uh, that they used to unveil that was. It was very nice, very clean, very smooth. I love the little horse noise they added in there. That was really nice. I guess maybe a horse is going to be its mascot. Maybe. I don't know. That will just be something we have to wait and see. Uh, We'll see when we see. Um, And going off of hockey for a few minutes, um, the NWSL, for those of you that don't know, that's the uh, Women's Soccer League or National Women's Something. soccer <laughs> I totally blanked there for a second. Uh, National Women's Soccer League um, (NWSL). Excuse me. Um, they announced, yeah, their comeback uh, for the Utah Challenge Cup. Well, the Challenge Cup that will be held out in Utah from June 27th to July 26th. Um, that will be at Zion's Bank Stadium in Hermiham. Utah. I'm sorry for anyone that lives in Utah that I just butchered the name of that city. Um, obviously, there will be no fans in attendance for that. This also marks that league's uh, first competition since the 2019 NWSL Championship, which saw our very own North Carolina Courage defeat the Chicago Red Stars to become back-to-back NWSL champions. Um so this is going to be a great way to see all those, uh, tremendous athletes get back into the swing of things and get us some, uh, good old soccer, getting back into it. Um, I honestly wasn't a huge fan of soccer, but then, you know, I discovered our team, uh, or one of our teams. We also have, you know, have the men's team, but, uh, the courage, that's where it's at. Um, they really kind of got me into soccer. I mean, I suck at it, but I enjoy watching it. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're able to, you know, go watch, go watch the Challenge Cup. Um, it's going to be airing on CBS All Access, um, and then the finals are going to be aired on CBS um, whenever that stuff begins taking place. And again, yeah, there's a whole bunch more details on that. You can you guys can check that out on the NWSL uh, website. Yeah, they put out a lengthy press release. I just kind of gave you the basics on that. Um, but, you know, if you're able to watch it, go watch it. You know, everyone wants some sports in their lives. I know the uh, the golf match between, uh, who was it, Tom Brady, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, and Peyton Manning. I know that did, like, I believe it was, I think, 6 million uh, viewers on that. And that was the highest rated um, golf tournament on cable TV. Um, obviously, that's not like you know, including the network stuff like you know, CBS, NBC, ABC, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they TNT did a hell of a job on that. Um, yeah, so imagine, yeah, this is probably gonna do some decent numbers as well because there's no sports right now. You got NASCAR's came back, you got Korean baseball that's kind of it right now, um, you know, and golf occasionally. But, yeah, I imagine this is going to be really good for the NWSL because there's really not going to be any competition yet. Should, you know, some advertising you know, get done, getting the word out about it, like letting people know, like, hey, this is going to be happening, I imagine it will do pretty decent numbers, um, which could be a really big boost for that league and obviously the teams. And we'd love to see, you know, the Courage, you know, become even bigger because they're a hell of a team. Um bring it back to hockey a little bit. Um we had, you know, some courage players, you know, do Storm Surge with them. Um, you know, the star, uh, Jessica McDonald. Um, you know, she was on the national uh team as well. You know, with all those ladies like Alex Morgan, you know, and all them. She was on there. She's a hell of a soccer player. So you love to see uh those athletes getting the recognition that they deserve. Um okay, Mr uh, air freshener I'm sorry if you guys heard that um, but before we uh, go into hockey you know kind of hungry um, so you know what uh, you guys need to do because uh, I know you're getting hungry too at this uh, time of the night you know it's getting time for like a midnight snack um, go get you a built bar um, talk to you guys about the we've talked to you guys about these guys many times um, they're great sponsor of the show. Um, but they're the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar no weird aftertaste no weird texture i personally have some i've had some fitness bars in the past back when i was in shape um, before i let myself go um you guys yeah you guys all know how that goes um but these are absolutely delicious um they don't have again they don't have that weird taste or texture um they're High in protein <laughs> uh, with 110 grams of protein uh, and low in calories. So for all you fitness nuts, you know, you're know you good to go there. And they have a crap load of flavors. They had more than I even realized they had uh, when I went on the uh, website the other day. They had way, way more many flavors uh, than I thought they even had. Uh, so there is something for everyone. So even you picky eaters guarantee you'll find something so go on over to www.biltbar.com and use the promo code locked on that's all caps no space for ten dollars off your first box of built bars um with that out of the way um we'll get on into the draft lottery and my brain fart during that kind of is apt to for the draft lottery because this is complicated it took me. A few times reading through my notes, watching Gary Bettman explain this, it's complicated. I think the Canes' uh, social media team kind of described it perfectly with their tweet um, on that. Uh, so I'm going to do the best that I can to explain this draft lottery because it's very confusing this team or this season. Uh, so there there could be two phases to this draft. Um, there's the pre-qualifying round, and then the post-qualifying round, if nece- if necessary. Um, 15, te- 15 teams can win the first three selections. Um, those will be the seven teams that did not resume play, um, as well as the eight teams eliminated in the qualifying round, or as I like to call it, the Rona round because again this playoffs is just a one-off thing people are getting their panties in a wad about it like it's going to be the future of the nhl playoffs um it's just a one-time thing i understand it kind of devalues uh the regular season a little bit but who knew we were going to have this global pandemic um so phase one uh will be on june 26th this will take place before the qualifying round um The first draw of that will be for the first pick. Second draw, second pick. Third draw, third pick. Um, This will obviously have the seven non-resuming teams, as well as eight placeholders for the Rona round of teams. Qualifying round if you want to be technical. Um, Oh, sorry. Um, If a uh, non-resuming team draws, they get that pick. Um, I kind of got a little confused on my notes there for a second, guys. Um, there and there will be no phase two if a non receiving team, if the non-resuming teams get all the draws. So if it's say uh, Detroit, Ottawa, Anaheim, To those uh, are the three teams that get those first three picks. There's not going to be a phase two. Um, now say it's San Jose, uh. Los Angeles, and um, let's just throw a name out there, um, Minnesota. Uh, or, you know, if any uh, qualifying round teams get that get a pick in there, um, then there will be a Phase 2. Um, in the Phase 2, it will between be between um, the qualifying round and the first round of the playoffs. Um, only the teams that do... Didn't get a pick in phase one will be in uh, phase two. So if you got you know the first pick, second pick, third pick, whatever, if you got any of those first three picks, you would not be included in phase two. Um, and everyone in this will have the same odds of winning. Um, so once all that's done, um, and those top three picks are picked. Um, the rest of the teams will be put in reverse order of the 2019-2020 points percentage. Um, personally, um, this I feel the NHL needs to be uh, co- congratulated for their efforts on this. I feel they've done a hell of a job. It's obviously not a perfect system um, for the return to play and... Uh, the draft lottery not perfect systems, but I feel they've done a hell of a job. You know, those guys have put in a lot of time and effort into this. Um, so I feel they need to be applauded, and um, whenever it comes time to hand out the Stanley Cup, maybe we don't boo Bettman as much. Um, throw a few cheers in there, but you know we boo him out of love this year, maybe, (laughs) but in all seriousness, I do thank the NHL and the NHL PA and all the guys and girls, you know, involved in getting this stuff back together. Um, So whenever I was going through getting all these notes um, for the um, return to play plan and the draft lottery, um, NHL, NBC, or NBC, NHL, however you want to word it. Um, they also had a bunch of other notes um, on kind of the season ending, on you know, kind of the awards you know, that we discussed in yesterday's episode. And there's some uh, pretty cool stats in there. Um, Alex Ovechkin will be not denied a ninth 50-goal season. Um, the Capitals had 13 games remaining on their schedule, and he finished this season with 48 goals, um, So, he very well would have gotten over 50, you know, barring any kind of injury or anything like that. Um, Connor McDavid will fall short of his fourth straight 100-point season. Um, Artemi Panarin will, had 95 points at the time of the pause. David Pasternak had 95, and Nathan McKinnon had 93. And they are obviously all primed to hit 100 points for the first time in their respective careers. Now, this is fun. Um, everyone's, you know, kind of talk junk about the Sabres, not making the playoffs this year. Um, and then there was that stuff that came out earlier today about Jack Eichel being very frustrated with the, with the uh, Sabres and their, the lack of success since he's been there, which I completely understand. I could honestly see him winning out of Buffalo because of their lack of success. Um, because he's a top-tier player and they're wasting him um with not putting anyone around him so i completely get that but this was something funny um, the sabers obviously are missing the playoffs for the ninth straight season um, and they played their last game on march 9th meaning it could be a very long off season if we're not seeing a season begin until November at the earliest and had um, Buffalo beat Montreal on March 12th um, which is the day the NHL was paused they would have jumped the Canadians in terms of points percentage and would be set to play the Penguins in the qualifying round so they were just a few days away from potentially, you know, finding themselves in, you know, this spot. You know, had they played that game, you know, the pause came. Hell, a day later had it been paused on the 13th. It'd be happening right now. It'd be Sabres-Penguins, you know, had they obviously won. Um, Detroit owns the top odds for the lottery or for the uh, number one take at. um, uh, in terms of penalties drawn, uh, in the NHL, uh, this past season, or regular season, I should say, uh, Brady Kachuk and Brad Marchand, um, had 47 and 45, uh, respectively, so that's, uh, kind of (laughs) great, that's pretty funny there, um, Thomas Chabot of the Senators, uh, was averaging 22 and a half minutes uh, per game, and that's um, 2 minutes and 54 seconds more than Drew Doughty, who finished second. So he was on the ice a hell of a long time this past season. Um, yeah, Even if the sins weren't doing that great, yeah, he was putting in some fucking work with them. Um, and David Re- Ritchie? Re- Rich of the Flames is... Was six and zero in shootouts, um, and only two goals allowed on twenty one shots against. So really good up there. Kind of disappointed we're not going to get that. Uh, well, I don't believe we're going to be able to get that battle of Alberta uh, in the playoffs. Uh, that would've been great. It'd still be great if we could still get it, but it's going to be kind of tough uh, this year. That'd be that'd be great if we could. Um, so. That wraps up today's episode. Um, Tomorrow we'll continue with the news, any updates as far as the NHL goes. Uh, So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.